Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, my amazing princess and the beers. Get ready for a rather feisty episode. I am. I have been in a mood all day and like, not in like a bad mood, but in an explorative mood. And sometimes when I get into an explorative mood, I get a little cursy and I drop some words that I really need to now restrict myself (laughs) about saying uh, because my son is now picking up and repeating everything that I say. So it is a necessity for me to start the practice and honor the practice of watching my language just a little bit, at least just around him. But he is asleep. It is 8.30 on a Monday evening. Spiky just went out to go grab dinner. We're just not, he's not cooking tonight. And I had some time to spare to hop in and be alone with you and my microphone. And by you, I mean the energetic version of you who is now listening to this podcast wherever you are. And I am so excited and honored to be here with you. So with that being said, welcome to The Princess and the Bee. And if this is your first episode with me, then there are episodes that are a little bit more tame. But this one, I have had some divine downloads of inspiration that I just could not wait to share. And I am so excited to share them with you. As always, take a hot second of gratitude and thank yourself for listening to Sassy Cheeky up-leveling mindset content that will radically change your life and transform your stories. And this is a story that I am very excited to transform, and it is about the cock-swinging business throwdown of, of busyness that I see happening with so many high achievers. Now, I, 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 I will say I warned you, so you can't. <laughs> I will say I warned you. But there is a cock-swinging like, com- comparison of busyness between high performers that is really an absolute illusion of the ego going down. What, that, what I mean is this is when the ego basically comes into your mindset and plagues it with excuses like being so busy and whatnot, when really being busy is just an excuse for um, un- being unable to prioritize. But beyond that, there is w- between high achievers, and I know this from a recent experience with some high achieving friends that I have, that it was like this, let's see how large yours is. Let's compare busy dick sizes, in essence. And it annoyed the crap out of me. It was this masculine energy dick swinging competition of busyness. 
But you whip out that to-do list and you slap it on the table and you joyfully announce how busy you are with a slightly stressed undertone. And here's what I've noticed with a lot of high achievers is that when that to-do list length competition happens, that is when the masculine energy is so dominant that it is blocking your ability to receive anything. I mean, and I know this because that was the energy that I was in in high school. So I know it because I lived it. And I'm telling you, creativity and those divine downloads, they come a lot easier when you create some space and oscillation in your life. And when you have that to-do list that you slam down and you compare your to-do list to everybody else's to-do list and think that you're the busiest cock on the block, I am sorry, but that is an absolute illusion of the ego trying to take hold because odds are, really, that to-do list is not necessarily a to-do list in the next three months. That to-do list is probably a list that really needs to be chopped up into years. Like, if you really think about it, if you look at that list of projects that you have, some projects may even just need to be eliminated and delegated. And other projects may be something that really just need to be put in the future where a little bit of that feminine energy of trust needs to come in, trusting that you will get those done if they are in alignment for you to do. And you will achieve them. Like I have a vision and plans and things that I have set out for my company a year in advance, five years in advance, 10 years in advance. Now, are these things like fully formed and perfected right now in the moment? No. The things I want to create five years from now at this moment, we do not have the resources to create that. Like I literally do not have the manpower and the people to be able to do that. And that's okay because I trust in the journey of the next five years to deliver those people the resources, the finances for some of these projects, to show up. I trust that they are going to be revealed to me on my path. I'm not naive or ignorant or operating from the ego where I think that that thing that really is a dream that is best served in the five-year plan. And I trust that A, I'm going to be alive to achieve that five-year plan. And B, that the projects that I have now that are pressure now that are causing stress, which is a good thing, I've talked about this many times, that are causing stress now is good because those things will guide and lead into that event or thing or launch or whatever it is that program is in my three and five year plans. I know that those are going to be happening. I have certainty in that. Now, may those change? Perhaps. But there is a certainty that I have and a trust that I have in the long-term vision and a trust that I have in the universe that I am going to create 
absolutely everything that I am made to create. And when I check myself in the moment for the next aligned action, those things that are in my five-year plan ain't it. So adding them to a list of the 45 or 2,500 or however many, however long your to-do list is, adding them to a list in the present moment would not only be a massive disservice to my current sanity and self-care, but it would also be out of alignment. It would also be me trying to force something that my gut, my intuition, and my knowing has said, that's a project for a few years down the road. Trust. Trust that that is going to happen. Trust that you are going to find the resources, the people, all the tools, all the things that you will need to make that come true because that vision is there. And this is where I think people get caught up when they get caught up in this like to-do list measurement contest. If you're finding yourself caught up in a to-do list measurement contest, then let's have a moment to check ourselves right now and a gracious moment for self-awareness and for coaches and people and podcasts and things that call us out on our own stories. We all have our own stories and we all have our own excuses in some area of our life. There are just certain areas that I've chosen to no longer accept excuses and that to-do list measurement contest excuse is really short-sighted thinking. It's really the problem of actually not having the faith in a long-term vision. It's actually short-sighted thinking, thinking that all of those things that are on that list have to get done right now. Now, many of those things that are on that list can get done right now, and probably many of those things on that list also shouldn't get done right now. So part of this comes with trusting in that long-term vision, in trusting that the projects that you are putting on your list of projects, and here's how, to give you a little behind the scenes as to how I schedule my projects. I have a Trello board that literally has every idea for every project, for everything that we're innovating constantly in our business. It has courses. It has innovations to current membership programs. It has current innovations to current automation funnels that we have. It is literally a board reserved for projects. And I do not expect that the some like 35 projects that are on there currently are going to be get getting done at any time within the next week or three weeks or in fact three months. Because what I do is I then ask for guidance. I ask for divine guidance and I pull three. I pull three projects that I know have multiple steps because every project normally has multiple steps. Otherwise, it's just a task. And I pull three projects and then I take that and those are the projects that I'm working on. So right now, one of the projects is wrapping up my book, Mindful Meals, How to Dethrone Food Fears and Reign in a Body That Rules, that you can pre-order in the description below. How'd you like that? I just, I would feel irresponsible for me to not sell it. Um, The other project was launching the Mindful Monarchs membership, which we are still currently enrolling our first 50 founders special, which you can get in for a whole year of coaching with me. Um, I promise I won't always say cock this much in a 
session, unless it is appropriately called for. And I say this with all the love in the world because I know what it is like to suffer under the weight of an overwhelming to-do list that is literally impossible for you to go to that next level at the level that you're currently at. It is like trying to run mile 10 before you're, you've run mile 2, 3, 4, 5, six, seven, eight, nine. And that is what rolling out and measuring that giant long to-do list of projects is like. And it's up to you to decide where you are in your marathon. Where are you in your marathon with your projects and your productivity? And then ask for guidance for what is the next aligned project? What is the next aligned step? What is the next aligned thing I need to be working on right now to get me to mile three? Because then at mile three, you may look back at that Trello board or that list or whatever it is and whatever it is that you keep all your projects on. I highly, highly recommend that you keep all your projects in one area. And you will look back on that list and then you'll, you can review it and then ask again for guidance. What is the next aligned project or task that will move me to mile four? Not to mile 10, mile four. And you keep going until you get to mile 10. But repeating the steps of two, three, four, Asking for guidance, looking at the list, sometimes it means not doing any of the things on that list. And I will tell you from experience, like sometimes it means, oh, actually the next aligned action, and my high achievers are going to hate that I'm going to say this, is rest. (gasps) Not rest. Sometimes it's self-care. Sometimes the next actually aligned action is not doing. It's pressing pause. It's allow the computer literally agrees. I forgot to turn off my email and my email literally just agreed with that. It is pressing pause. It is allowing yourself to stop the rolling out and measuring of your to-do list and instead ask for that guidance. Stop comparing your ego to somebody else's ego with how big your your list is. And I don't mean your list is in your email list. I mean your list is in your your to-do list. But it could also, this concept could also apply to your email list as well. If you take great pride and have a bit of an ego around the size of your list, that could be too. It's really for anything that you are rolling out with pride and using that pride as an excuse. Because that's really what it comes down to. Is the excuse of all of these things of being so busy, and of literally overwhelming yourself that actually puts you in this role of thinking that you are God, thinking that you are the universe to be able to do all of that within the span of a week, and then letting yourself down inevitably. It puts you in a perpetual cycle. I did it with food. I did it with my productivity. So I've done it. Like it puts you in a perpetual cycle to lose. It is self-sabotage in its greatest form. And that is the ego skill set, is self-sabotage. 
It's up to you to recognize and listen when you are getting those excuses, when you are allowing for those excuses in your life, and how you can quickly pause instead of just go into it and ask for that guidance. If you love this episode, please take a screenshot of it. I would particularly love to hear your breakthroughs, your ahas, your takeaways from this episode, whether it was the shocking revelation that such a princess could say cock so many times in one episode, or if it was the fact that you just had a breakthrough about how long your to-do list actually is and how you may have a way to better structure your time so that you actually are operating from vision and from faith instead of from fear of not having enough time, always going back down to that belief of not having enough, um, that scarcity belief of not having enough time to be able to accomplish and achieve all the things that you want to achieve. I promise you as a high achiever, especially if you're listening to this podcast, if you keep going and you just are relentless about going and you allow yourself those oscillatory breaks, meaning you rest to then oscillate to the next day, then I promise you, you will keep going. You will get to your goals. Just keep going. The projects will get done. It comes down to trust. As always, own your throne. Mind your business because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.